This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum. My brothers and sisters, we all know that Islam prohibits suicide. Recently, there was a girl called Aisha who committed suicide. Why did she commit suicide? And what does Islam say about that? And what should we be doing from about that? And what should we be learning from that? Subhanallah. So I thought I'd make a short video explaining a few aspects. Number one, as much as suicide is haram in Islam, prohibited, and we're taught never to take our own lives. Allah says it in the Quran. Do not kill yourselves. And uh, Allah has made it prohibited. The Prophet Muhammad has issued warnings against those who do commit suicide. But the same Prophet Muhammad has said that the angels lift the pen from three types of people. Their deeds in those conditions are not written. The first is a child until he grows up, until he becomes an adult. The second is a person who is sleeping until they wake up from their sleep. So what you see in your dreams is not held against you ever. What happens while you're asleep is not held against you. And the third is a person who is majnoon, mentally disturbed or unwell, psychologically unwell. They don't know what they're doing until they know what they're doing. So Allah alone knows the condition of a person at the point where they actually committed the suicide. For that reason, as much as we do promote the prohibition and believe in the prohibition of suicide, when someone does commit it, we cannot judge that this person is going to hell, etc. Because we don't know, maybe they were in a mental condition that that deed was not even registered in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That having been said, Aisha said in a video she made prior to her committing suicide, which showed her quite well and quite, you know, looking okay, but many people hide what they're going through. When you see a person's face, they might be bubbly, smiling and so on. You don't know the pain that they're going through in their hearts. And therefore, uh, when she made this video, she actually mentioned a few things. It was good that she mentioned a few things because we can actually address this matter. She was exploited as a daughter-in-law and as a wife. She was actually abused to the degree that she felt there is no way out. Her family couldn't do much because of culture. Her in-laws and her husband, according to her, kept on uh, demanding from her every single thing more than she could actually manage, according to her. So what was the problem? The problem is when we get married as Muslims, the boy is supposed to give the girl The groom is supposed to give the bride what is known as a mahr. Mahr is a gift, a gift of whatever, whatever she demands, whatever she asks, whatever her family would like. And uh, he needs to assume responsibility of three basic things as a minimum, food, clothing and accommodation. He needs to provide for her a place. He needs to give her food. He needs to make sure that she is uh, dressed and she has clothing. That's the minimum he must assume responsibility of. If a man cannot afford that much, he should not get married. The Prophet says, Whoever from amongst you, O youth, is able and capable to assume the full responsibilities of marriage, get married. If you can't do that, you cannot get married. Unless obviously you have someone helping you like your father or your folks, that would be okay. But when we have because of a culture we're following that is against the Islamic teaching, imposed on the bride to 
pay money to get married. So the dowry comes the other way around, un-Islamic, unacceptable. What happens, we say the girl has to come up with uh, the house, the car, her entire salary. She must serve the husband's entire family. She must come up with uh, the furniture, uh, the clothing, everything else. And on top of that, she must be smiling all the time and be at the beck and call of the whole tribe. And she must be okay with that. That's un-Islamic. That's prohibited. That is what caused what Aisha did. And that is haram. Let's never blame Islam for something that Islam has prohibited. And people have done it who may have been Muslim. But that culture needs to be addressed and it needs to be modified because it is wrong. You cannot enslave someone. You know, if you have daughters and in those cultures, very sadly, backward, subhanAllah, where they actually have to pay to get their daughters married. And not only that, they're enslaving their own daughters by uh, committing the daughter to... Uh, providing the house, the accommodation, you will work from morning to evening, wherever else you're working, get the salary, give it in your father-in-law's hand or your husband's hand and that's it. You still need to come home, cook, clean, do the washing, the ironing, uh, everything else and make sure that you're happy with it. You must be smiling and everyone must decide what they want to eat and you must just keep on doing whatever it is. Subhanallah, what Islam is this? The Prophet says, khayrukum, khayrukum li ahlihi. The best from amongst you is the one who's best to his wife. Subhanallah, that's the statement of the Prophet. Peace be upon him. He had a beautiful relationship with his wives, his family members. Subhanallah, Rabbil Alameen. So, what hurt me the most is people blaming Islam for something. And secondly, people dooming this girl to say she's in hell. Who told you she's in hell? Were you there? Or maybe you were there. Subhanallah. May Allah forgive us. We don't know the condition of her mind at the exact moment of that particular death. We make dua. May Allah forgive her shortcomings and grant her Jannatul Firdaus. Now the reason why we speak about suicide so strongly is because it definitely is prohibited. Without a doubt. And it definitely there is a punishment for those who are doing it and so on, whatever. But whether or not that punishment will be meted out by Allah because he knows the exact condition the person was in and the condition of their mind, whether the angels actually wrote that deed or not, as I explained earlier, only Allah knows. So we cannot say that, but we can learn lessons from this to say, my brothers and sisters, learn to respect each other. You boys out there, please remember something. Yes, you have a role to play. Your wife has a role to play, but there should be no abuse. No abuse. I believe from what I have read that her husband had actually said, you can go and kill yourself and make a video before you do so and send it to me. That's exactly what she did. What type of words are these? You're supposed to be saying good words. All my life, I've been addressing people getting married and reminding them, Kulu qawlan sadida. Say straight words to one another. Say beautiful, loving, kind, romantic words filled with goodness and make people smile, especially your spouse and your children. Spend time at home. Own up when you've gone wrong. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us protection. So I thought I'd make a short video. Mentioning that, yes, we've been watching what's going on. I, I tried to verify as best as I could before I made a video. But I want to tell you, it is unacceptable to treat your wife in this way. And it is unacceptable to treat your daughters-in-law this way. And I do know, people might say, well, there is a problem the other way around as well, where the daughters-in-law are treating us like trash. 
I do agree. But at this juncture, we're talking about someone who's committed suicide as a result of this problem. That's why we're addressing this problem. And I have addressed the reverse in the past as well. We need to strike the correct balance. Remember that. Being a real man is when you have made a woman feel like a woman. And you've made her feel like your spouse. Respect, honor, dignity, fulfillment of rights. Stand up wherever you have to stand up to defend your spouse, to be there for your spouse. And subhanAllah, respect your in-laws, the family of your spouse. Respect everyone. Make sure you're an individual who is loving, kind, caring, and very strong. A strong person is the one who respects others. A strong person is the one who can control himself when he is becoming angry or upset. Not the one who vents frustrations. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive every one of us. May Allah forgive Aisha and grant her Jannatul Firdaus, make it easy for her family, her loved ones. And at the same time, I pray that those who were responsible assume that responsibility. And I pray that they are dealt with. And I pray that, we, that this video would actually make it clear that this had nothing to do with Islam. We don't blame Islam. Actually, the cultures that people follow have reversed the roles completely. And that's where things went wrong. Uh, we don't expect from someone things that Allah has not placed on their shoulders. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabina Muhammad.